Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Solo Moms Talk podcast. This episode is in celebration of Valentine's Day. First, Brains Magazine honoree, author and speaker, Linda P. Thompson, will share her tips for finding true love. Then you will hear from former solo moms, Ayami Hiroshigi and Naomi Mamey. They tell their story of finding love after mothering solo. Finally, Linda will give more tips and strategy for loving yourself this Valentine's Day. I hope you enjoy this special bonus episode. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I'm Linda P. Thompson, and I'm here to give you five tips for looking for new love or looking for love. We all want to be loved and we all need love. And let's find these qualities in a person. And you can find these things in the Bible, even. First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. That whole chapter is called the love chapter, and we are on Valentine is approaching. So, but if you're looking for a mate, Make sure that person is someone who is patient and kind, have a loving heart, and just love people. Number two, find someone who isn't stuck on themselves or selfish, because there's a lot of narcissistic behavior out there who loves themselves more than anybody else, and that person cannot be changed. Number three, find someone who honors 
you and others, somebody that really worships you, makes you feel special, make you feel needy. The next thing is find someone who doesn't mind acknowledging their mistakes, saying I'm sorry, or they're easy to forgive. And the next thing is find someone who's not hot-tempered, someone who doesn't get you don't have to walk on eggshells around somebody that you can be yourself. So those are five characteristic items. I could say find someone tall, dark, and handsome, but sooner or later, that kind of plays out. So it's those inner qualities that we as women need to have, these inner things. So I hope that is helpful to you. So I have uh, Ayami Hiroshigi for now <laughs> um, <laughs> joining me for this special podcast episode. I interviewed Ayami me about a year and a half ago and she was a solo mom at the time but she has since gotten married and I wanted to ask Ayami about that so welcome Ayami thank you good to see you and talk to you again I feel like we just spoke like yesterday (laughs) (laughs) so long COVID. (laughs) yeah definitely yes one of the uh, issues that comes to me sometimes is the issue of love and the solo mom and some of us have not bothered to look for love some of us loves found us Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to talk to you again to see what happened between the time you were a solo mom. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the mindset behind meeting someone new and, you know, what did you have to do and what is it like, what is it like now compared to last time? Not comparing men, but comparing situation as far as your mindset is concerned. Yeah, that's a good question. So I think a lot had to do with personal development and, you know, really self-loving on myself. Um, I did get to a point where I was like, I'm never going to get married. I've never been married. This is my first marriage. I'm never going to get married. I am okay by myself. And, you know, if I never get married, I'm okay with that. Um, And that's kind of where my mindset was. Actually, when I first met my husband, I laugh and he kind of is like cringing because when I met him, it was more of a um, like social experiment because I was definitely in a different headspace than I was, you know, a year before that, five years before that, 10 years before that. Grown up, I wanted to get married eventually, but I never knew what that would look like. And then, so I was attached to this different mindset, I think, um, before I met my husband. And when I let that attachment go and kind of let the universe work itself out, we found each other and kind of the rest is history. But yeah, I think it was definitely that mental mind shift that kind of clicked into place. It wasn't an overnight process, but it did take a little bit to get to that point in my life where mindset and heart and all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. So I, I believe that sometimes we have to change our focus and take care of us before we can move on to be with someone. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Self-love is definitely a top, top priority as well. I mean, I think just being a mom, even whether you are or are not in a relationship, whether you are or are not with the children's father, we tend to put ourselves second or very last. You know, our partner comes first, our children comes first, our family comes first, the animals come first, you know, the dogs, the cats. And at the end of the day, then you have nothing else left to give and it kind of leaves you resentful. Um, But when you put yourself first, you're able to prioritize things in a different way. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. And thanks for sharing. I I actually just wanted to talk about that and just to see, you know, 
because some people think there's never going to be anyone mm-hmm. or they, you know, I don't want to be bothered because I've been through it two or three or four times. Yeah. But, but I always want to talk, always want to address the after, you know, right. talk about the mess. Now we want to talk about how we clean the mess up, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's hope for us. All of us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's something that you're open to. I mean, I was definitely okay with being okay by myself. Um, and I think my husband, the same thing. Um, when we met each other, we knew that we didn't necessarily need to be with each other to be happy. And that's kind of the key thing too. I wasn't relying on another person to make myself happy um, because you can't control outside influences. And my husband was kind of in the same boat where he knew that he was a whole person Person and he knew what he, the level of respect that he needed and, and wanted. And he knew, you know, what he was kind of looking for. And again, he wasn't necessarily looking to get married either. He just was kind of looking for companionship. And then, you know, obviously what we have transpired, but yeah, being open to it, if it happens, but also being open to being okay by yourself too. <laughs> yes. I, I think the key though, is that we get ourselves to that being one, being whole. Right. Not half looking for half. Right. We have to be whole so that two can become one if that's what we want. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's also like also what I learned through this relationship um, compared compared to other ones is that in my mind, I was thinking that I needed to fully heal myself as far as relationships go. And I knew I was a whole person by myself and I was okay either way in a relationship or not. Um, but it was okay because my husband had the patience to, to stand by me. I think for the first six months, I was just like, we're not going to last. We're not going to last. We're just going to break up we're going to break up and <laughs> the poor man, he kept having, you know, talking me down off the ledge because I was like, well, if we're going to break up, we should just break up already and end it. And so, um, I had that kind of wrench in there. So it hasn't always been, you know, flowers and roses and the honeymoon stage. Cause I was trying to sabotage it all in the very beginning, but you know, yeah, but it's nice learn. about perfection, right? Yeah. I mean, you right. may have panicked <laughs> at the beginning, but, um, reality is set in and you're, you're enjoying your, yes. You know, right yeah yeah okay and we're surviving corona so you know (laughs) we're still here we're laughing about it we're like okay it's we've officially been married one year and um we survived or are surviving a pandemic so we feel like we it's like five years (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's it's bad enough you're newlyweds right yeah (laughs) with kids (laughs) with kids Yeah. yeah Yeah. And then thank thank you. Thank you for coming and sharing. I really appreciate it. Sure. Thanks for having me. Welcome, Naomi Mamie. Thank you. And uh, tell us about how you found love. Okay. So I'm going to give you a little bit first of a background so people know uh, what a disaster situation I was in. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I, I got married the first time when I was 19 out of desperation because uh, my mother died of cancer. I went to live with one set of grandparents and I went to live with the other set of grandparents and the other one got cancer and then the other one got cancer. I needed stability in my life, so I got married young at 19, which was a big mistake. Then uh, seven years later, I found myself divorced 
with three kids. Come then <laughs> afterwards at a desperation, uh, financial desperation. I also, again, jumped into something that didn't feel right, but I was uh, worried. I didn't have any backup. How am I going to live? Who's going to support me? How am I going to survive? I had three kids. How am I going to feed them? Uh, I saw, uh, you know, child support and me working a little bit uh, wasn't, uh, you know, making ends meet. So I looked away at a lot of important things and I got married for the second time. Uh, then <laughs> seven years later, I have now four kids and I'm divorced with, uh, again, still uh, no emotional support, no financial support. And I uh, started my own business. And how I decided to change uh, all these mistakes I was making, they were done in foolishness in panic situations. I knew by now what I was looking for, which to me, I narrowed it down. The most important thing was somebody with a good heart. Uh, money wasn't important, fancy anything, uh, just kindness and a good heart. You could have a good life with anybody that has that character. So... All these years, I was wallowing in negativity and why me and my life is so not fair and I went through so much and, and I decided to change my focus and my outlook on life to positivity. So instead of why me, I turned it around to why not me, you know, uh, what makes me different than anyone else. So, so I started to change my way of thinking, my mindset completely on a different train track than it usually was on. And at first, you know, I, I was like, oh, now my chances are even lower of finding somebody decent because now I'm divorced with four kids. You know, who's going to want me? I could have looked at it that way, right? And, and then instead, looking at it from a different perspective now, I said, I have so much to offer. I have so much warmth and love to give. And of course, somebody's going to look away that I have four kids or, it, or it's going to work somehow. It's going to click. So I started to give myself little likes, uh, notes and signs and everything not to slip back on that that path of negativity i i taped on my on my nightstand every night when i would look at um, you know turn to the side and see my nightstand i taped actually a picture of an engagement ring Okay. And I was like, he's out there. He's coming. He's looking for me. And instead of saying, I, I hope to find a good man, I change it to, I will find a good man. Very big difference between hoping and you're absolutely sure you're going to get it. Yes. I did the same thing with my business. When I told my ex-husband, I want to start a design firm, he started laughing at me, you know? So instead of saying to myself, I hope I'm going to become a success, I said, there is no way in hell. I'm not becoming a success. I, it's not, there's no hoping. There's like no chance at all for failure. Certainty. No. Yeah. I am certain that there's a guy that's right for me out there, my soulmate. He's out there. He's looking for me or, uh, and didn't find me yet or the timing just wasn't right. So many things have to fall into place. So I was actually uh, contacted out of the blue, out of nowhere from somebody from high school that 
you know, he got divorced after me. So timing had to, timing had to fall into certain place, you know, instead of me panicking, I need somebody, I need a man now. I made sure that I, uh, I'm financially stable, that I don't have to make another mistake. I, I won't, I'm not looking for support. I'm supporting myself and this way, you know, I was looking for the, the right things and I was calm and relaxed about it. You know, it wasn't out of that desperation. Right. So whenever he comes, it's going to be meant to be. If, it has, if, it's, if I'm going to meet him in two weeks uh, or, or two years. And it actually took me, since I taped that engagement ring picture, I photocopied a picture of an engagement ring that I loved and I taped it on the side of my nightstand two years I was looking at every night at that picture and it, it happened to I, I got engaged you know two years later mm. from, you know it was it was patience it was worth it I, you know like my guy also was coming with four kids so, mm. so it didn't matter to him he remembered me from high school so he was like oh, you know excited to reconnect we came from the same background so it worked you know like if I was on that uh, still on that negative track I'd be like you know there's no hope for me I'm coming with so so much baggage, you know, who's going to want me like, you know, yes. like this. So it's definitely comes down to belief. Yes. You've got to believe that he's out there. He's coming. It will happen and it will happen in the right time. Yes. There's no rushing things because the, the paths are not going to meet, you know, if it's rushed, you know, he, he had to go through his divorce. I went through my divorce first. He had to find me. Everything had to slowly intersect, you know, for us to find each other. Yes. It's 20 something years since, you know, we graduated high school. So everything in its due course, due time will come to fruition. Absolutely. I love it. You know, I love it. You had to change your mindset though, one, and you had to believe, right? And and so now you're going after what you want in a, with a different attitude, right? Right. More confidence and more surety, more certainty, right? And the timing had to be right. Exactly. Yeah. So, okay, that's good. Not giving up. It's not giving up. I say all the time, you know, life is full of curveballs and things will drag you down. You have to pump yourself up and give yourself little reminders. If it's post notes in certain places, don't give up. He's coming, you know, just reminders. Mm-hmm. He's on his way, you know, so you don't fall. You don't let yourself fall. Yes. You, you have reminders to get back up or refocus your mind. You know, you don't even realize it. Like, you know, like you get into that, you listen to a sad song on the radio and you're ready like, you know, woe is me crying there with tissues you know so you have to constantly remind yourself constantly pull yourself back up uh, and not let yourself fall and have that belief that good is coming a positive mind brings positive things and I used to like hear these speeches and I used to laugh at all this fluff you know uh, people used to talk you know about you know pulling things towards you and and I, I thought it was a bunch of nonsense and I had no more options left <laughs> I was like, you know what? Let me try it. Let me try this positive thought. And, you know, it actually worked. It didn't happen overnight, you know, but it it actually slowly, the wheels were turning and it actually, all the things that I wanted did come to me. Yeah. 
Yes. And it, this is all from, from my mind. It's, and I used to laugh at people uh, that, you know, and it actually works. Yes. So I encourage everybody, you know, to, to believe and to think positive thoughts, be grateful for what you have, because and especially for solo moms, you know, and when your kid is grateful for something and you get that thank you, you just want to give them more, mm-hmm. you know, when you have that kid, you know, that, you know, no matter how much you give or how much you do for them that's not thankful that's not grateful you're like you don't want to give them more so it's just like god you know i'm thankful for all that i have however little i did have at that time i was so i decided to be thankful for the little bits that i were in my life and i see like you know things came to me because I was thankful and grateful. You know, it's, it's the same exact thing with a parent. Who wants to give to that child that's, you know, like bitter and grateful, you know, <laughs> ungrateful. Exactly. We all got one yeah. of those. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love it. You, you're giving me goosebumps. I'm so glad that we did this and I really appreciate your time um, sure. coming and doing this. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's Naomi Mamie. She's my inspiration. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. And Linda is going to give us her tips and strategies to find love and to prepare ourselves to find love as solo moms. So I'm giving you the floor, Linda. Yes, yes. Hi, everyone. And as we know, Valentine's Day is the day of love. And what is love? Love is an action word. Love is something that all of us want and something that all of us need. So today I want to give five things to do before finding new love or going into into the relationship that you're already in. But when you find a new love, the thing to do, number one, make sure you're totally over the person that you were involved with. This is very important because you don't want to carry that person into the new relationship. Okay. I learned that from experience. (laughs) Number two, be sure you totally healed in your emotions and your soul that you have got that person out of your system and be sure that you forgive the person whoever it was you forgive them of any hurt feelings or any damage to your emotion that they have done because most of the time people break up because something happened so be sure that you forgive the person number four and this is very important believe that you are worth do not let anyone define you of who you are don't change who you are for someone else especially if you're starting over or you're in a relationship and the fifth thing is to set boundaries have some deal breakers this is something that I won't allow. This is something that I just cannot tolerate, especially if the person may be hot tempered. You know, you're mild tempered. You don't like a lot of fussing and caring. Them. So make sure you set some boundaries and say, okay, this person is crossing the line from my beliefs and what I really want to have in my life. So those are five things to do before finding new love. And I hope that this is very helpful to you. Thank you, Linda. I love it. I love those pointers. Do you have any other pointers? Because this is a special time of year for a lot of people. Um, some people are facing Valentine's alone for the first time with other mates. So anything else you could add? Yes, I just if you're facing Valentine without a mate or someone, what I want you to do is love on yourself. Do something special for yourself. I know with the pandemic, you can't go out, but you might can ride out or do something by yourself. 
it's okay. And do a, do your own home pedicure or manicure. You know, do a facial. Do something that makes you feel really special. Watch a movie, pop some popcorn by yourself. You can be alone, but you don't. Don't be lonely. So do some things that make you really feel special. Ah, uh, thank you very much, Linda, for sharing that with us. Studies show that building healthy connections help you live longer. With that in mind, why not connect with other solo moms on Solo Moms Talk Connect Meetup this Thursday, February 18th at 11:30 a.m. and 6 p.m. Click the link in the show notes below or go to solomoms-talk.com/connect to RSVP. When you're feeling down and all alone, reach out. Take a break and let's connect. We can all benefit from our shared experiences. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life, to see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you you can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one 917-994-1329 or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer don't parent in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire